Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Here's the thing about being a mom. Guilty? Get used to it. Doesn't matter what you do. Do you feel guilty on days where you are rolling the eyes in your back of your head because you're stuck with your home with your kids all day? Yes. Do you mm-hmm. feel guilty on the days you send them? Yes. And Liz. I'm literally such a hobo. I'm sitting on my deck with my pregnant belly out. I look like out of shape Thor. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Thursday. Thursday before Memorial Weekend. We have a long weekend coming up. I hope everyone is going to enjoy it. It feels so good to be in an industry where we enjoy holiday weekends. Um, I mean, I don't really feel like we get a holiday. Like we are getting a holiday weekend. But like when you're in corporate America and you get a, a three day weekend, right? Three day weekend. Yeah. It hits because yes. because then also the the ne- the following week is short. Sure, it's a double whammy. Um, but no, I used to sell cars and we worked on oh. all these holidays. Oh, we called it an extra Saturday. Yeah, so I never experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> but like our jobs, it's like okay, great. My husband gets to be around on Monday. So whether you're working, whether you're not working, either way, it's going to be a long, busy weekend. And you know what it's really doing, Liz? It's signifying the beginning of summer. I love it. Um, I realized last summer that I'm such a summer girly. However, this summer rolling around being pregnant, I'm like, wow, this is not super fun. Yeah. Just like the heat flashes. The you not do, being able to that be- is one of the weirdest symptoms that you have. Oh, I man. never had heat I'm flashes. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just I'm getting so hot. I can't get comfortable. I can't find like clothes that are gonna be cool enough even if i'm literally in tank tops and a short i'm like it's too much i have to i'm literally such a hobo i'm sitting on my deck with my pregnant belly out i look like out of shape thor walking around my house because i'm just like i cannot have any clothes on it's crazy how different our pregnancies were like for being sisters and like sharing so much dna yeah our pregnancies have been very different like Mm -hmm. the fact that you don't have a tick of heartburn <laughs> oh no i've had some heartburn i've oh, had some heartburn. have you yes kelly i've had some heartburn it hasn't made me like what have you cry. taken like a tum and been okay no i didn't even take a tum because i wasn't sure if i should i like drink some milk because like what else <laughs> maybe that's the ticket because i've been drinking so much milk i drink plenty of milk i'm a fire breathing dragon when I'm <laughs> no pregnant. yeah it that is that is horribly when you're experiencing it it is horribly uncomfortable though so I, I do feel for you there. I have been experiencing that. But anyway, this is not about me. Let's give a quick roadmap into yeah. our episode and let's get right into it. So on today's episode, we are going to have a millennial word. We're going to have a dump. We're going to do a taste drive, um, some advice, a DTD, and I'm going to give a baby name clue. Did you say industry news? And industry news. How yeah. could I have forgotten that one? I don't know. And it's pretty juicy today. It always is, Cal. So let's um, let's get right into let's it. Let's get right into We're it. We're kind of coming off like a super successful episode with Ashley. I thought that podcast episode was so fun. It was very fun. Like we were just in a silly, goofy mood and it, I felt like it was very apparent. Yeah, I thought I was a little annoying. Why? Um, I don't know. You know, when you just some some podcast episodes, I listen back to it and I'm like, why did I not let her finish talking? Or like, why did oh. I bring up that point? Or yeah, and it comes across as like me being rude but it was just like different mojo sometimes when i listen to our episode and then you say something and then i think of a zinger in my head and then i like didn't say that and like (laughs) why didn't i say that hilarious joke yeah that's tough too so but all in all i thought the content 
If you're just looking at it from a content perspective, very that was good, a great episode. Very good content. It actually had like some meat to it. <laughs> 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 Unlike whatever, whatever else we normally do. Anyway, let's do the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. And today's word is zaddy. Zaddy. Z-A-D-D-Y. Isn't that like a DILF? Like a like that's what like the Gen Z's are saying for like a hot dad. Yeah. So a Zaddy is a guy who you think who you look at and think Zam Zaddy. So is it a dad or is it just so, any guy? While a daddy is considered an attractive older man, a zaddy is a man with swag who is attractive and also fashionable. It seems that it has less to do with age and more with like your your swag. So like when people are like when people say like daddy and like that term. I know I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Like it, it has to be said so we can get the point across. That's like an attractive older man. A zaddy, I think, I don't think age totally plays a barrier on zaddy. I think it's like your overall essence. Cool. So, well, don't know how we're going to work that one in today's episode. Probably won't, but zaddy. At least now we know. Zaddy, zaddy. All right. Well, let's get into our zumps. Our zumps. It's time for our zumps. We don't have a. We should make one up, though. Yeah. It's time for our driveway dumps. Mm. Where we dump out the thoughts on our driveway. No, that no. doesn't go. It doesn't. It's never great. Anyway, uh, mine's actually a real. This is real talk with Liz. <laughs> real talk with Liz. <laughs> this is real talk with Liz. I don't know if this is true, but I have seen this come up quite a bit on my reels. And since it's Memorial Day weekend, we might be outside. We might be barbecuing and just hanging out. I want someone to try this and like give me a full report. Did you know that apparently bubbles keep mosquitoes away? No, I've never heard that. So like if you have a bubble machine for like your kids, turn it on where you all are hanging out. Your kids are having fun with the bubbles and apparently keeps mosquitoes away, which makes sense. Because it's like soap flying throughout the air. Can't hurt is what you know what I'm saying. I mean, it, it just like brings a good vibe. I don't have a bubble machine. Maybe I should get one. You should get one and try it out this weekend. Order it on Amazon. Yeah, I think my kids would like bubble a bubble machine. Who wouldn't? And my kids spend so much time outside. I saw this reel of this woman. She was just like sitting outside, <laughs> reading a book, like drinking her coffee. And she turned on her bubble, like her kid's bubble machine. Like okay, the kids also, weren't even wait, there. Kind of a vibe. Kind of a vibe. That's what I'm saying. Like bubbles. That's super vibe. Bubbles don't bring a bad vibe. So uh, give it's worth a shot. No, turn bubbles, your bubble machine on. Bubbles don't bring a bad vibe. No, that's very well said. Mm-hmm. We should get like a really big one for the Carm Auto Show. Oh, yeah, that would be cute. Giant bubble machine. Yeah, right? Yeah, why Speaking not? of which, if you are thinking about coming to the Karma Auto Show, you definitely should. And you can get tickets over on our website, thekarmaofficial.com slash Karma Auto Show. We would love to have you there. We would love to have you there. Okay, quick thing on my doomp. Um, I want to take an update on the car, Pira. Oh, yeah. I freaking love it. Yeah. Do you have one? I have a home, you have a home Pira. Pira. It is... It's really nice. Now, here's, I think, the questions you need to ask yourself before you get one. Number one, do you have a place to plug it in? Because here's it's what big. you need. It, it is, it's bigger than what, I mean, I don't want to say it's bigger than what I would like, because I think that's what it takes to, like, make a scent actually fill Carry, up a car, yeah. especially a car as big as mine, like the Expedition. Like, I couldn't get away with anything smaller because my car's big. But if you have a spot... I think you should definitely get it because it's stunning. But like, I'm also not willing to give up a cup holder. No. And you have to be able to plug it into a USB. Okay. 
Your um, the scent you have is really nice. White too. tea number one. White tea number one. It smells like an expensive hair product. Like you just yeah, got your hair it does done smell at like a an salon. Expensive hair product. It's very nice. I got the Home Pura. Um, so far I like it. I personally thought it was going to carry more scent. Like I put it in in the hallway in between two rooms. I kind of thought it would carry into both rooms and it really doesn't. So I think I need to move it and put it into a more isolated location. Like a like a like a room. Like a room. Cuz your so house like, is so open concept. My, it's a very open concept. So I think that's my problem with it and I was hoping I could just like get away with ordering one cuz they are kind of expensive. Um and it would like work. It really doesn't totally work that way. So it's very much like individual per room. Got it. So those are my thoughts. Okay, let's move on to our next segment, which is our taste, taste drive. drive. Wow, you're right. So we got sent this in our DMs quite a bit. Apparently, Costco was carrying the tahine watermelon lime gummies. Obviously, we're tahine girlies. Obviously, we're candy girlies. So we were all about it. Couldn't find them at our Costco. However, Amazon carried a four pack of the four different tahine gummy flavors. What are the four flavors, Kel? So the brand is called Snack Club. We, like Liz said, we did not find them at our Costco. And the four different flavors are peach rings, chili and lime, mango rings, chili and lime, watermelon rings, chili and lime, apple rings chili and lime Mm -hmm. and think peach ring it looks like a it looks like a a peach ring so we have peach mango watermelon apple ring covered in tahini tahini yeah they're all say they're mild and i guess we're just gonna taste them my mouth is like watering just like thinking about this i'm thinking we taste them and we give like which one is worth buying if any yeah yeah, or if you need to get the four pack yeah 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 okay you want to start with i feel like peach is like the safest place to start yeah because i think like that's kind of the original like it was a peach ring that they just like let's covered just split in it because this is kind of going to be a lot oh, okay mm, you know i think i think here's the problem elizabeth what it's not the best gummy no it's not a very good peach gummy it's too i think what they did because on the peach rings it's it's covered in sugar i think they like nixed the sugar almost well it has 17 grams of added sugar well no i mean it has sugar in the gummy but like not on the outer coating like instead of having the outer coating of sugar and also tahine it's like just tahine i don't feel like i could eat like multiple of those well it says the serving size is four pizzas i agree i that's probably gonna be a no from me i'm really disappointed I just don't like the gummy. It's Mm-mm. not. It's not a good peach ring. What am I trying to say? Like, you know what? How when you bite into a peach ring or any gummy and then like the inside of the gummy is clear. Mm, OK. No, I but, just am questioning the integrity of the gummy. That's all I'm saying. OK, it's, it's a no. That's going to be a no for me. Maybe they'll get better. Yeah. What do you want to do next? Um, Watermelon. Sure. Because that's what we had. We had it with. That's that's what the original intention was. And okay. I do love watermelon gummies. Same. Ugh. The color is not great. Oh. They just look not. It does not, it's not look a good appetizing. Color. Um, just tastes so artificial. No, it's very. It's. I would say the watermelon. It's giving more watermelon than peach was giving peach. But it's just the tahini. It's almost too much tahini. It's very overpowering. It's still not a good gummy. I'm telling you, they're gummy. They need to go back to the drawing board because I bet if I took a peach ring and put tahini on it and put lime juice and tahini on it, I would like it. Yeah, I think it's... Too, I, yeah. Mm. Let's it's, try mango next. So far, I would not 
I'm not. I would save I'm your money. Probably not gonna. I might throw these away. Like I don't really know what to do with them. Okay, mango. I is, liked the mango. Mango is the best one. Um, it's still like for me, it's not better than like just getting a peach ring, though. No, and I'm not even sure it's better than real mango with tahini. With tahini. No, and I like, would say if it's I'm not. Eating, if I'm eating candy, if I'm eating candy, I'm not opting for for this. No, I agree. But, but you said, Kelly, we turned our mics down so you didn't hear us chewing. Kelly said that she's going to take the mango ones home. I'm going to take the mango home. I'm going to like hang out with them for a minute. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't, I don't know if I'd purchase. Okay. Let's see about apple. Green, apple seems weird. Green apple seems like a very random. Where's the pineapple? I don't know. Okay, surprisingly, don't hate apple. No, I liked apple. I liked apple. Apple and mango. If you think that like a gummy covered in tahini is something that you will enjoy then i would try the mango or the apple if you're like that sounds average to me i think i'd it's not gonna don't don't buy it's not gonna change your life it's not it has not changed my life in the way that fresh fruit and tahini has changed my life i would agree and also i love gummy candy like i love yeah gummy worms are like my favorite one of my favorite candies I'm still going to go buy sour gummy worms or even regular gummy worms over those. Yeah, it's too. It's not. And I like tahini and I like spice. So I thought that there was no reason why I shouldn't really, really be obsessed with these. Someone messed up along the way in the formula. That was not it. Anyway, now we tried those. So you did not have to. And you know what? That is the sole purpose for this segment. Because I would imagine the four pack on Amazon wasn't cheap. No, I think I don't think it was. I think it was like $45 or something. (laughs) So okay regrets anyway it's not the first time and it won't be the last time you hear me talk about athletic greens i initially gave ag1 a try because i was looking for a simple easy way to get the daily vitamins and minerals i need i continue to take ag1 every morning because it makes me feel good life gets crazy and it's hard to find time to work a big supplement plan into your day AG1 makes it easy because it's just one scoop and a glass of water, and every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality. It is the healthiest thing you can do in under a minute. But don't just take it from me. AG1 has been a part of millions of mornings since 2010. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash carpool. That's athleticgreens.com slash carpool. Check it out. Um, okay, Cal, we have some advice questions. Good. I feel like we haven't done advice in a second. I know. Like it just has, me and you. Yeah, it has been a second. So I have like a parenting mother one and then like a car one. So like where cool. do you want to start? Maybe parenting and then we'll go to car. Yeah, and then we'll go right into industry news. Okay. So <clears throat> Jen says, can you talk a bit about mom guilt regarding putting your kid, your child in daycare? I have two boys. One is in kindergarten. The other one will be, be turning two next month. I work in the medical field doing three 10 hour shifts per week. Right now, my child care for my toddler is my mom two days a week and my mother-in-law one day a week. They are amazing, but that is the most they can do because they work also. Wow. They're like so great. I find myself so overstimulated taking care of people in a professional capacity at work and then jumping right into being a mom at home and on my days off. I need more time to myself. And unfortunately, I have not been able to find a good part-time daycare or sitter option in my area. Kelly, can you talk about the benefits 
you have seen in your kids that are in daycare? Did you experience mom guilt in that area? And how did you cope? Liz, what is your plan for child care? If you feel open to talking about it, I am just struggling because I feel lucky to have the family to help, but also guilty in leaving him, especially because it feels optional, though at the expense of my peace and capacity for self-care in many instances. (sighs) That was a lot. Yeah. So to summarize, she has two kids. Did you say the ages of the kids? Kindergarten and about to turn two. And she works three days a week and her mother, her the grandparents watch three days a week. So she has her work, her 10 hour work shift like covered. I think that what she's saying is like maybe she would enjoy sending her child another day, oh, another right. two days so she can have like some time off. But then she feels guilty for wanting that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on this. And I think I've said this before, but like here's the thing about being a mom. <laughs> guilty get used to it doesn't matter what you do mm-hmm. staying home all day with your kids so jen do you feel guilty on days where you are rolling the eyes in your back of your head because you're stuck with your home with your kids all day yes do mm-hmm. you feel guilty on the days you send them yes so you have to get comfortable with a certain level of guilt and it's there you're acknowledging it you're moving on from it i don't know why as mothers we hold so much more guilt than what i feel like the fathers of the world do and i don't and i don't ever i don't think that Tyler is any worse of a parent than me. He just never seems to feel guilty. And I Mm -hmm. become riddled with guilt all the time. So I always find that kind of interesting. Um, And I think part of being the best mom for your kids is knowing your strengths and knowing your weaknesses. So I really like to, when I'm spending time with my kids, spend very intentional time with my kids and have them come home to a house that's semi put together with a nice meal mm-hmm. well that happens by them going to daycare yeah and then they're home and then i'm not trying to like be distracted with them outside of that because i've been with them all day so i think that kind of like growth as a mom, <laughs> i don't know if growth the right word what i've kind of realized is my kids will have more fun at daycare than they will with me at home yeah yeah because if it's just a regular <laughs> old because, I mean, our job is very flexible. Like, I could absolutely keep them home with me more. They won't have any fun with me because I'm going to be trying to do laundry, get things done. I'm going to be fighting with them, saying things to them. Like, it's not like every day we go out and get to go to the zoo. Yeah. Like, it's not like That's I'm not just I'm case. not that kind of mom. Like, yeah. every day is not amazing. So instead, they go to a daycare where there's structure, there's activities. Other kids. There's other kids. And then they come home and I'm ready to go and I have my life together. And yeah, and then they get to enjoy a home cooked meal with their mom and they get and their dad and they get this much time with them in the day. And like they're getting the best of you. Yeah. Versus the worst of I think that's a great of best and some of the worst. No, I think that's a great way to put it. Like, I'm just not. I'm just not that fun of a mom all day, every day. And I think that's I okay. Yeah. I think that's okay to admit. I think I think it's totally okay to admit. And I mean, so much of my job is also like on my phone. Like, I also don't want to bring my kids home and have them watch me See be on my on phone. phone. Yeah. Like, you, I, I need to be on my phone, I need to be on Instagram, responding to messages, doing emails, filming content, and then I need to be like, okay, see you. Yeah. And be there with them. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, like, independence in a child is really good. And I think it's a hard thing to teach when you're with them all day. You know? Yeah. And it helps to buy them toys. <laughs> well, and that's that's honest that's honest advice feel guilty okay buy him a toy oh great guess what now they love you again okay cool (laughs) so jen that's what we got for you girl best of luck
Okay, Kel, we have another advice. This is a car-related one um, from Courtney, the minivan mom wannabe. So I'm just going to kind of summarize what she said. So she is pregnant with baby number three. She's going to have three rear-facing kids, and she's torn between the Carnival and the Odyssey. She liked the drive of the Carnival a bit more, um, but in her mind, the Odyssey has been like the ultimate mom mobile so um she likes the ceiling vents in the carnival but she loves the magic slide about the odyssey they're planning on buying new because they want to be in this car for at least the next 10 years um doesn't say anything about if she'll have any more kids in the future but uh for right now she's looking for what would you your advice be um and also if you wanted to speak on trim level recommendations okay so between odyssey and carnival three are facing kids you know kind of just feels like you could go either way like they could both do it beautifully mm-hmm. um i do really like the magic slide of the odyssey and i think if i'm thinking about like a car that grows well with a family like when by the time the oldest is in like that preschool drop-off kind of era mm-hmm. it's probably super nice to be able to have maybe someone in the third row like for easier access or like if you have a fourth i feel like the magic slide's really great for um better entry but then like the carnival can remove the middle seats yeah. and, like so or the outboard seats and like so can the odyssey so it's just like i i think they they actually function very similarly can she do three three rear facing across either bench yeah okay yeah so i would say go off get the carnival yeah, I agree with you. I prefer the drive of the Carnival over the drive of the Odyssey. And I really do like the ceiling vents. And I think the Carnival's a good looking van, which if you can get at MSRP, it's probably a better value. Mm-hmm. I think the EX is a great trim level of the Carnival. You have to be kind of careful with the Carnival because you definitely don't want to get the uh, like the dentist chair trim levels. And you want to make sure you can get one with a bench seat mm-hmm. since you will be doing the three across. So I think like an EX Carnival is great, but I also, I, I do love the Odyssey. If I were to buy one, I'm like so torn which one I'd buy. I'd probably buy an Odyssey because I do think the Magic Slide's iconic and I do love the tailgate mode that also happens with the Odyssey, yeah. but it depends on what kind of climate you live in and how much your kids are in a hot car. Like the ceiling vents for me, while I always like to point it out in my tours because I know it matters for so many families, I feel like my kids, I park my car in a garage and I pick my kids up from daycare in a car that's already cooled off. Mm-hmm. So I just don't find myself in a scenario where I'm like putting them in a hot car very often. Or I just like auto start my car and like, yeah. you know, if we're like at your house and it's hot, I'll go start my car to cool it off yeah. before I put them in. So yeah. I don't feel like I would need ceiling events as much. Um, but I, the thing about three rear facing is you almost need it more because there's really no way, way to get air because the car seats are blocking mm-hmm. all of the air. So I'm feeling torn. I'm 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 with you, Courtney. Yeah. I would probably go. I eh, I feel like I'm all over the place. I'd probably go Odyssey. What? Trim, eh, no, I'd maybe go Carnival. Do you know what trim level of Odyssey you would recommend? Um, probably the Touring or the EXL. Okay. I feel like you just have to like. So you can't really go wrong, and you just kind of have to go with. Like it, it's gonna w- be. It's gonna. Be, I feel like it's gonna be like splitting hairs. Yeah, and I I would pay attention to your feelings on the drive because remember we were just in that odyssey and we were driving it and oh. we were both complaining about mm-hmm. the drive yeah so yeah, we didn't like it if, if that's really bothering you like i think that's what you're going to notice a lot mm-hmm. because the kids are going to fit in the car just the same okay and i just wanted to say if you are torn on a minivans as well 
Kelly did launch her minivan showdown blog post on the carmomofficial.com. So head over there to check it out. All right. And now it's time for industry news where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry. And we have two stories. The first is from Automotive News. And I think it's going to bring up an interesting conversation between us. It said the fleet focused Chevy Silverado EV to debut with a 450 mile range. So long story short, General Motors is coming out with a new Chevy Silverado that's going to have a range estimation of about 450 miles. I think what's interesting about this story is it goes on to explain how they're going to market it to be like a fleet truck, because think about all the companies out there who have work trucks. So many, right? Like, does Maddie have a work truck? No, Maddie doesn't have a work truck. Mm -hmm. But there's so many companies who Mm -hmm. have work trucks. Mm -hmm. And I think what's going to be an interesting shift in this like EV world is where do all those trucks get charged at night? Because like if you yeah. if you are work for a big company and you're yeah. like whatever a plumber or something and they give you a work truck and it's a Chevy Silverado EV, okay, that's on where you're charging yeah. it. Yeah, whose responsibility is it to make sure you can charge a vehicle at home? Yeah, yeah, because like that's a lot to ask out of someone to put a two thousand dollar charger in their garage. Do they even have a garage? Right. Can their, can their truck fit in the garage? Maddie's have, truck can't fit in our garage fit. with my car. So there's like a lot to think about. So I, I think it's interesting that the GM is trying to be, okay, these are going to be more fleet focused. They're going to have a longer range. So maybe people like, maybe you like have a hub and like you plug. Well, I, 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 I mean, I, I so, don't know. But so I, like Maddie works for an HVAC company. Um, and so I could imagine maybe the, the, the repairmen drive to the office where there's a bunch of these fleet trucks that are parked they drop their car off they get in there and then they like go to go to their first thing like i don't know if these guys are taking no their trucks home i think a lot of people do take their trucks home and that they could yeah and that just an that's extra, a question extra step though because like, extra step yeah. what if like the hub is 20 miles away from where your first job is so just yeah. just interesting nonetheless yeah and i think that will be you know it's so easy to say like I just think people keep forgetting. It's like, you can't just get an EV. You have to have a place to charge it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I just don't think everyone's always realizing like how much of America lives in like apartments. Yeah. Or can't park their car in the garage. Or don't have a garage. Or don't have a garage. I mean, how yeah. I mean, how many times are you driving around a neighborhood and someone opens up their garage and it's stuffed to the room they can't even park their car oh, in there? I mean, everyone, everyone in my neighborhood parks their trucks outside because there's no room in their garages. Because our garages are too small. Our gar- yeah. So, so just I mean, yeah, inter- interesting, right? You know what? I really loved the idea we talked about a few episodes ago on the school buses. I feel like that is such a good, obvious place to start. Just like Amazon's doing with Rivian and their trucks. It's like that makes sense because no one's parking an Amazon van at their house. You no, know, but that, right, that was right, a right. good way to do that. Like keeping up with the public. Trans- I, mean, I mean, I think the problem is with that, not the problem, but the argument that people would make is public transportation is already incredibly green compared to yeah that's true any sort of like that's true it's actually if it's between a diesel school bus or a tesla the diesel school bus is more fuel efficient because technically it's traveling around it's taking around 85 Mm -hmm. people to your tesla carrying one yeah that's true so public transportation is actually the most green you can be true so i don't know just something to think about yeah just more discussion topics on this ev i feel like everyone's kind of cooled their jets on like talking about it i mean i was kind of expecting more states to like come out and you know say there 
no gas vehicles by 2035 thing, but it's kind of seemed to have tapered off a little mm-hmm. bit. But the manufacturers are still pumping out EVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also think some of them are not. That's not their only focus. Yeah. I think everyone's excited to like have it as an option, but I don't know. Okay. Speaking of new cars, this is from Car and Driver, and it says future cars, what we know so far, future cars worth waiting for, for from 2024 through 2028. It's like, ew, don't attack us like that. 2028. I know, right? Okay, so a couple of like, I'm just going to give like some of like the ones I think people will care about. Okay. The 2025 Cadillac Escalade IQ. Oh. It says it will be an all electric nightclub for the rich and famous. Oh. Well, I want to get invited on that first I know, drive. I know, right? <laughs> Um, I the 2024 Lexus GX. It says after 13 years on the market without a major redesign, the 24 oh. Lexus GX will de- debut soon with an entirely new platform, powertrain, and presence. Love it. Love to see it. Um, we have the 2024 Lexus TX. We talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. The new like um, the Lexus Texas. The Lexus Texas. <laughs> uh, we've got the Volkswagen Buzz that's still to be coming out at some point. And those are pretty much, I think, the highlights, actually. Oh, I mean, there, there's more highlights, but things that like the 2025 yeah. Mini Cooper. Okay. Yeah. The 2024 Kia EV9. I'm excited to see the 2024 Atlas. I'm super jazzed about the 24 Atlas. So anyway, those are just a couple of quick little cars to maybe watch out for. I love it. Is that what, is that all, do you have another story? Or I do that? have one more story, oh, okay. if, if that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, the last story is from Edmonds, and it says, used car prices remain stubbornly high. Okay, so here are the talking points that you need for your next barbecue, because I feel like someone's husband or someone's going to be like, yeah, you know, we're trying to buy a car, but you know, prices are just crazy. Mm-hmm. Don't you think people always talk about that stuff at a barbecue? Or is yeah. they, are they just always talking to about, about me, because I'm the car mom? No, I think it's pretty prevalent. There's always something with cars. Like there's always right. There's yeah. always something with cars. Yeah. So at your barbecue this weekend, bring your bubbles and also this story. Okay. So, and let me find where I wanted to start with the story. Okay. So this is from Edmonds. You know, Edmonds is always doing the most. And the Edmonds analysts crunched the numbers and unearthed four major trends in the new Q1 23 used vehicle report. Here are the four different trends that they're seeing on used car pricing. Used car prices are softening, but they're remaining historically high. The average used transaction price in Q1 dipped 6.4% year over year, but it's still up 44% from five years ago. So here's the word track. I know it's just crazy. You know, used car prices are up 44% from five years ago. We should have bought five years ago. Huh. <laughs> Wonder what it'll be in another five years. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. I saw this real on instagram it was like me kicking myself for not buying a a house in like 2007 when i was just messing around in third grade (laughs) something like that it's so funny yeah it's so funny okay so there you go okay and also like if someone in your life said oh we can't buy a car car prices are too high and that was five years ago now they look stupid Mm -hmm. maybe you had that scenario okay trend number tool tool tall Trend number two, the pool of affordable used vehicles is shrinking, but the used car market continues to offer value compared to new. So this was kind of an interesting stat. Basically, it just said that the share of vehicles sold under $20,000 was 30% in Q1. So Mm -hmm. out of all the used vehicles sold, 30% were under $20,000. Compared to five years ago, that 30% was 60%. So wow. five years ago, 60% of the used cars sold were under $20,000. Mm-hmm. Now it's 30. Wow. 
Wow. So then you go, well, and you know, Timmy's turning 16 soon and we want to buy him a car. But you know about the pool, it's up 30%. Do you know what I'm Are you just kind of seeing the trend? Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely seeing how this is going to play out. (laughs) Trend number three, many vehicle owners have virtually driven for free over the last three years thanks to evaluated or sorry, elevated used car values. So this is like anyone who had this basically is just the statistic that people who got in a car good prior to the pandemic have been driving for free because oh. what they bought their car for is probably what their car is worth right now because of how quickly the used car prices have gone up so Dang. if you want to like brag yeah like we got it at the best time got it at the best time you know we bought it for 26 7 and guess what it's worth 28 yeah something like that mm-hmm. and then trend number four the supply of used vehicles is being squeezed across the board so just not a lot of vehicles kind of like what we talked about on I think some previous episodes but um we're starting to really feel like that waterfall effect from the chip shortage Mm -hmm. because if you remember during the chip shortage there wasn't any new cars being sold so now here we are three years later if you can believe it up where are all the used cars oh wait they were never made yep and that's on a waterfall effect that's on trickle down economics wow trickle down economics what a buzzword buzzword that's on me being a zaddy and knowing that word no wrong i don't think i think you trickle down economics right i think you use zaddy incorrectly (laughs) but you know and that's industry news okay well thank you so much for sharing that um kel i wanted to do a quick little ditch the drive-thru and it's actually going to be what i literally just made you oh my it's star studded elizabeth so this also could fall under reels with real talk with liz because i saw it on a reel um this is a drive-thru, in-and-out, animal-style fries at home. Incredible. This is how you make them. You just buy whatever fri- like frozen fries you want from the store, air fry them. While that's air frying, you uh, dice up a white onion and throw that on a pan. Get it like nice and um, kind of like almost like brown it a little bit, but like don't burn them, obviously. Um, once your fries are done in the air fryer, pull them out and just put some... I put like... I put them all on a plate and I put a couple of slices of cheddar cheese on top, microwaved it for a minute. So the cheese got like super melty. So good. Then I topped the fries with the onions and I just bought the Trader Joe's burger sauce, but you can also make like a fry or burger sauce at home. Um, I don't have an exact recipe. But you can Google look one it. up, but yeah. it's like, it's essentially like ketchup, uh, mustard, onions, pickles, pickle juice, some stuff like relish like it looks like you could probably have it all potentially at home if you don't have the fries and that's it drizzle the fry sauce on top so freaking good it was absolutely delicious we had it with some uh little veggie burgers on the side and it was a delightful meal can i give one too yeah i just made this this week and it's from the college nutritionist who's kind of my new instagram follow right now and it's incredible. It was just the Trader Joe's buffalo chicken dip, but you could also make your own buffalo chicken dip. But the hack is you just add hard boiled eggs into it. Yeah. And then it's like a buffalo chicken egg salad. I dipped the peppers in it and it was like a low carb, high, high protein, protein. Yeah. Snackity snack, mm-hmm. which and it's buffalo chicken. We always talk about this. We are always looking for vehicles in which to eat buffalo chicken. Mm-hmm. That's not a chip. And buffalo chicken can or buffalo can mask a lot of flavor uh-huh. as well so like w- we've done greek yogurt with buff with hot sauce masks the taste of the greek yogurt we've done um you're saying like hard-boiled egg can't even taste i mean you 
I genuinely can't taste the eggs and you're just getting like that extra protein. So yeah. that was like a really good. I am noticing ever since like the last uh, podcast with Ashley when you guys were talking about protein. I've been trying to be more mindful about eating more protein. And as much as I hate to admit it, it does keep you fuller longer. Oh, yeah, for I sure. Kind of, That's I always a thought huge it, benefit. I never really understood that benefit of protein. But as a, like a nursing mom, I'm always starving. And I know that sounds so stupid because I always knew I was supposed to eat protein. And I guess I, I guess I did know it kept, kept me fuller longer, but I, I guess I just wasn't practicing it. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's so hard to like lose the baby weight while you're nursing because you're just consuming mm-hmm. so much food. Mm-hmm. And... I need to like not just be eating like such calorie rich foods, but more like protein rich foods. Yeah. I mean, and calorie foods. Too. Yeah. Like, you need the I calories. Need both. Yeah. But, but it's a good calories. And it's also like when you just eat empty calories or sh- just like a lot of sugar and carbs or things that aren't going to keep you full. It just that, that just creates another cycle. Yeah. So anyway. So love that anyway that's our episode well i did say i was gonna have a good ba- a baby name clue oh and i'm going to say what it is not because oh. i've been getting a lot of these i've been seeing i'm like love sometimes i like love to log into the carpool instagram and just read what people say i know um it's been guessed have mm-hmm. are you the kind of person how i was where i will occasionally send someone like a shush like don't tell anyone yeah if they get I it right doing that too um can i do i have permission to do that sure okay cool but like if you get the shush you got it right Keep it on the DL. Yeah. And don't go to the Facebook page and tell people. That would be because guess what? I'll block you. <laughs> it's a good way to get blocked. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Okay. Anyway, my baby name clue is that it is not Samuel. However, Sam St. John is darling. I know. I like Sam Stumpy too, but tell her vetoed it. Um, Samuel is a darling name. Samuel. Sam. Super cute. Not Sammy. Sam St. John. It is pretty cute. It's super darling, but it is not the name of my son. Um, and that is our episode. So, Kel, who is leaving us a review this week? Oh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for asking. Um, you know, people are sh- people have been showing up and showing out. I love. I, I couldn't love believe it. the Honda CRV moms. I know. I love it when they're like, "We find." I didn't didn't think we'd get called out this early, and I just like I love. There's only that brings me more joy than seeing people sound off in the. I know it brings me so much joy. So, do we want to do like? someone popular or like some sleepers um i don't know what's well, top pick uh i want to see i want to i want to see where the pathfinder moms are oh i'm calling i'm driving a pathfinder right now i'm loving the pathfinder i feel like ever since i got one i see them all the time on the road so i want to know pathfinder moms are you there and what do you think about the carpool podcast leave us a review it is your turn this week to go to our review section leave us five stars say hey I'm a Pathfinder mom, former teen. Um, <laughs> and this is why you should listen to the Carpool Podcast. All right. Well, Pathfinder moms, we'll see you in the comments. And we will see everybody else on Tuesday. You guys have a fabulous Memorial Day. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.